0: Hello everybody, this is Nikita and welcome to Know the Truth Podcast. Know the truth and the truth will set you free. This podcast focuses on who we are and what belongs to us in Christ Jesus. I'm so glad that you're here. But before we dive in, make sure you subscribe so you could be notified when I upload, which should be on every Tuesdays. Yeah, every Tuesdays. And also follow Know the Truth Podcast on Instagram to stay up to date. With all that said, let's get into the Word of God. In today's episode, we're going to learn a truth from the calling of Jeremiah. Let's look into Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 5. God says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I chose you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I predetermined who you are to be. And I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. I have a purpose for you. A very special and a specific purpose. Now, this is not just for Jeremiah. I want you all to know that you are special, uniquely designed on purpose and for a purpose. And it's a purpose that only you could fulfill. So God has a predetermined destiny for each one of us. And by predetermined destiny, I do not mean fate, but it's the plan of God. Isaiah 37, 26, God says, Long ago I ordained it. In days of old I planned it. Now I have brought it to pass. Romans 8.28 says that God works for the good of those who love Him. God plans for the good of those who love Him. Romans 12.2 says that God's will, God's purpose and plans are good, pleasing and perfect. And that's why David says in Psalm 40 verse 5, he says, God, you've done many great things for us. You've made many wonderful plans for us. I could never speak of them all because their number is so great. Even Joseph who experienced betrayal in his life says you guys intended to harm me. You guys planned to harm me but God intended it all for a good purpose. You guys tried to harm me but God turned it into a good one and he exalted me. So friends nothing that has happened to you is a surprise to God and God will get you where you're supposed to be. Because God has a predetermined destiny and a good plan for each one of us. And now you also need to know that God doesn't control people's life. He doesn't force His plans into our life. Instead, He gives us the authority to choose. Because God doesn't see us like slaves. He sees us as His children. To be like Him. To rule and reign over the world. So for God's great plans to be accomplished in our life, we need to choose God's plan over ours. Because God says, my plans are not your plans and my plans and my ways are higher and greater than yours. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 God says life and death blessings and curses are set before you and I advise you to choose life. In Psalm 119 verse 173 David says God be ready to help me because I have chosen your precepts I have chosen your ways and your plans for my life. So now What does it mean to choose God's plans and purposes? Before answering that question, I want you all to understand another truth. Just as a coin that has two sides, there are two sides in every aspect of our life. One is the reality, which can also be called the fact. And the other is the truth. Most often the reality or the fact would be totally opposite to the truth. Now let's go back to Jeremiah chapter 1. In verse 6, Jeremiah replies to God saying, God, I do not know how to speak. I'm only a child. God, it's great that you appointed me as a prophet, but I'm too young. How can I be a prophet when I don't know how to speak? If it is the reality that makes you choose to believe that God cannot use you and that his plans and purposes cannot be carried out in your life, then know the truth. Abraham was too old, Zacchaeus was too small. Paul was too religious, Jacob was a liar, Joseph was abused, Moses was rejected, Gideon was weak, Elijah was suicidal, David was a murderer, Jonah ran away from God, Peter denied Christ, and above all, Lazarus was dead. And if God could use them for His glory, and if God could accomplish His great purpose in their life, I'm telling you, there is nothing that is impossible with God. You may have a million excuses on why God cannot use you. But you need to know that those are the very reasons for why God wants to use you. Because in 1 Corinthians, the Bible says, God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of the world, the despised things and the things that are not, to nullify the things that are. And now back to the question, what does it mean to choose God's plans and purposes? Well, in Hebrews eleven thirty-three, 33, the word of God says, right from Abraham to David to all the heroes of the Bible, they conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised through faith. They chose and accomplished God's purposes and plans through faith. And faith is a very vast subject, but today we are going to see one aspect of faith and how to exercise faith in our life. Faith involves focus. Yes, faith involves focus. You choose the right thing by faith and you focus on what you choose. You choose God's plans and purposes by faith and you focus on what you choose. So let's see how God Almighty teaches Jeremiah to choose the truth and to focus on the truth. In Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 9 and 10, God says, Now I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to overthrow, to build and to plant. The key is to see. Even to Moses, God says, See, I have made you like God to Pharaoh. To Abraham, God says, Look up to the heavens and see. Count the stars if you can, because so shall be your offsprings. And again, the key is to see. And that's why in verse 11, God asks, What do you see, Jeremiah? What do you see? Do you see my plans and purposes for your life? Or do you see your problems? Because to see is to behold or to focus. And to behold is to believe and to have faith. And to believe is to become. Do you want to become the person that God appointed you to be? Then you need to see the right thing. And God also teaches us what to see, what to focus on. In verse 9, God says, I have put my words in your mouth. Why? Because Romans ten seventeen says that faith comes from hearing the word of God. And it is the same faith that helped the heroes of the Bible to overcome their reality. And now, faith does not ignore reality and blindly believe stuff. Rather, faith accepts reality but also believes in the power of God's word. Because God's word is the truth. And God says, even though the mountains are shaken and the earth is destroyed, my word will never fail. So faith is not a random and a blind belief. And now how to exercise faith in our life? Faith involves four processes. Knowing the truth, understanding the truth, believing the truth, and confessing the truth. What is truth? God's word is the truth. So knowing the word of God, understanding the word of God, believing the word of God, and confessing the word of God. Yes, let's look into the example of David and how he exercised faith in his life. So he says, God, help me see the wonders in your word. Help me see and understand the plans that you have for me in your word. Because he says, it is written about me in the scroll, the truth about who I am and my purpose. It is written in your word, O God. And he also says, God, teach me your ways and teach me your plans because I desire, I believe, and I choose to do your will. In Psalm 143, he says, Show me the way I should go, because I have put my trust in you. And he also says, those who put their trust in you, O God, will never be disappointed. Those who put their trust in God's word and in God's plans will never be put to shame. Now, faith is always completed in confession. And that's why in Psalm 68 verse 11, it says, The Lord announced his word and great was the company of those who proclaimed it. Because God's word sets into action as soon as it is proclaimed. And that's why David says in Psalm 40 verse 9, he says, I will proclaim the righteousness of the Lord in the great assemblies and I will never seal my lips. Because in Psalm 39 verse 2, he says, When I was silent and still, not proclaiming and confessing your plans and good works for me, O God, my anguish increased. Psalm 97 is a beautiful scripture where David says, Those who know your name, O God, those who know the truth, those who know your plans, they will trust in you. For you, O Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. So he says, sing praises of the Lord who is enthroned in your situation, who is in control over everything and proclaim among nations what God has prepared for each one of us. So start proclaiming God's great plans and purposes for you. Do not focus on the reality. Because 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, Fix your eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Because what is seen, the reality that you face today, it is temporary. But what is unseen, God's plans and thoughts for you are eternal. David says in Psalm 54 verse 7, he says, God has delivered me from all my troubles. And my eyes have looked in triumph over my foes. He says, I have seen the reality and my difficulties defeated before me. So David advises us in Psalm 37. He says, wait for the Lord and keep his way. Wait for the Lord and trust in him. Because he will exalt you and you will see it. So hear and know the word of God. Understand the word of God. Focus and believe the word of God. And never cease to confess it. Because the word that became flesh inside Mary is still living and active and is more than able to express its power in our life. I would like to conclude with this beautiful scripture. Psalm 48 verse 8 which says, As we have heard, so have we seen. In the city of the Lord Almighty, in the city of our God, God makes us secure forever. God's plans and purposes are made secure in him forever. So have faith my friends because one day even we shall say in triumph that as we have heard the truth so have we seen it accomplished and fulfilled in our life. Because Psalm 137 verse 8 says God will fulfill his purpose for us. So all that we have to do is to focus on God's Word, focus on Christ, who is not only the author, but also the perfecter of our faith. So no matter how worse the reality may seem to be, choose to see and focus on the truth. Because as you have heard the truth, so will you see it accomplished in your life. So this is the truth for today's episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit will guide you into all this truth. Give this podcast a good rating and share it with your friends so that they too get to know the truth. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.